I'm Ansel Birch. And I'm Mimi Wally. And it's time to party. This episode was recorded on July 23rd, 2023. We are not doctors. We don't give medical advice. Please drink responsibly. For crying out loud. Welcome. Welcome, Mimi. It's so wonderful to have you on the show today. Thank you, Ansel. Thanks for inviting me. I'm so excited to to get to know you more through the course of our conversation today, but also to talk about this incredible movie. Uh, thank you so much for suggesting it. Um, before we get into the meat and potatoes, do you want to tell the audience a little bit about yourself and and what it is that you uh, what it is that you do in the in the sort of film realm? Sure. So. Again, I'm Mimi Wallace. I am a filmmaker. I write. I produce. I direct sometimes. I also act. And um, I'm like, what else do I do? <laughs> and I think that's all the things, aside from, like, crafty and, uh, and boom operator. I think you've covered it. I mean, I do that also. <laughs> <laughs> well, then there you go. There you go. I really do. It's a boom operator. <laughs> I think we've all taken a turn as a boom operator here and there. You have to. You have to. Light stand weight. I've done that a bunch of times. Listen, I've done boom operator. Um, I'm like, what is it? UPM, unit production manager. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that too. But I think that's it. Okay. Any, start naming random things. Anything in particular that like you're that you want to direct folks towards? Any of your projects that that you uh, that are out there where we can find them? Yes, I have a movie out now called Mackenzie McCoy. It is streaming now on Amazon Prime. It's also on Tubi, um, Cineverse, Free Movies Plus, uh, and a few other apps that I don't remember the names of. That's incredible. Yes. So on the very same platform as the film we're watching today. Uh, oh, that's so true. I didn't yeah. Think that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> yes. Fantastic. Well, um, I will go ahead and get a link for that and put it into the show notes as well. So uh, if you're listening to the show, uh, definitely check out uh, Mimi's movie. Uh, that's so exciting. I'm I'm going to watch it right after this. Thank you. Let me know what you think. I will. I Honest will. Opinion. Honest opinion. Always. Okay. Um, well, I, it's so exciting to have uh, uh, what is it? A, a pentuple threat, a sextuple threat, whatever, whatever, <laughs> however you want to put it. Uh, someone who is so deeply involved in the filmmaking process, talking about movies today. It, it helps take some of the pressure off of me. I went to school for literature. Usually, there would be three of us on this call. Ben is a film stu- a film student and a pop culture analyst, and so I usually lean on him for a lot of the. Uh, film analysis. Um, it's very, very helpful to have someone who's so versed uh, gotcha. joining us today. Uh, uh, well, I believe in you. I believe in you implicitly. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so let's. Uh, this first episode is when we talk about uh, drinking and smoking rules for the movie. This is by no means a uh, encouragement to go out there and do anything you're not comfortable (laughs) with. Nobody has to drink. Nobody has to smoke. But if you are so inclined, uh, you uh, should take this as an opportunity to choose your rules a la carte. Uh, And the the reason I bring that up is frequently, if you did all of them, uh, you would die. Uh, It would kill you. (laughs) It's not advised uh, for, for anyone to go in and use all of the rules. That could come up in these, but uh, so yes. Yeah, so choose your rules a la carte. 
Um, and we always like to start off by uh, by reading a recap of the movie. And uh, so I will do uh, the recap from IMDb uh, for our first episode, as is tradition. Our friends at IMDb say Nick and Janine live in marital bliss until Janine's ex-husband warps time to try to tear them apart. As Nick's memories disappear, he must decide what he's willing to sacrifice in order to hold on to or let go of everything he loves. That's a really good movie voice. That's a, that's a good voiceover oh, thanks. voice. Oh, does, uh, thanks so much. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll think about doing podcasting. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that's a decent it's a decent uh, summary. I, yeah. As good as you can do for a time travel movie, I suppose. Yes. This one is a little, uh, I don't want to say difficult, but the, the plot was more intricate than that. But yeah, I guess. Yeah. Synopsis. <laughs> yeah. I, for for a log line, I guess you, you, you did all you could. Yeah. Without trying to figure out what can you put into one sentence, <laughs> the log line that exactly. represents this movie, because it was a little confusing. It's a, it's a lot. At, at times. As, as time travel movies tend to be. Yes. Uh, so let's go ahead and just jump right into our uh, into our drinking and smoking rules. Uh, I've got a few, so I'll do one first to get us started. Uh, and then I know you've got uh, a, one that you're excited about. So uh, I have uh, take a drink when we see Charlie. <laughs> Just anytime we see Charlie, go ahead and, and take a sip uh, whenever he shows up on screen. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie yet, I won't spoil anything for you, but uh, you'll when you see it, you'll know. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I have take a drink whenever any person in the movie reaches for their phone. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're gonna be drunk, so you're welcome. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Cell phones are the the main character of this film. Yes, they uh, are. I had take a drink every time a cell phone is the only thing in the frame. Uh, <laughs> so I feel like we're on the same wavelength there. Actually, I have another one, but I'll go after you. You can go give your second one, then I'll give. Okay, one. fantastic. Uh, I have so uh, in similar to the the cell phone in a frame. I also noticed that the the d- director of photography really enjoyed uh, shots from the back of someone's head. Yes. Uh, so take a shot every time we get an or a drink every time we get an extended shot from the back of someone's head. That's actually. Uh, <laughs> this is. This spoke to my like theater nerd heart uh, deep down in in this part of my soul where I house all of my uh, college theatrical training. <laughs> um, uh, the the idea of facing away from the audience to heighten distance is so like Brechtian, modern, unnecessary, uh, but still like so effective uh, that that I just. I, Absolutely loved that choice. Um, yeah. So yeah, every time you get an extended shot of someone back of somebody's head, back of someone's head, uh, yeah. and that could be that could be a shot rule if you're uh, judicious about what counts as an extended shot. That's what I was thinking. Also, I was like, the word unnecessary is important because some of those shots were unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> you could have saved that shot for something else that was unnecessary. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, my other one is take a shot 
uh, whenever the the time warp happens. Mm. Right, and then specifically the wave, or any time we yeah, switch. Yeah, the wavelength. The wave, okay. Whenever the wave happened, I was like, uh, okay, maybe That's... I just felt like they could have used something else. I like what it represented, you know, the time travel. But I was like, this feels very Final Cut. Let's figure out, <laughs> like, yeah. okay, like a, what effects. Can the we script use? said VFX here, and <laughs> afterward they were like, oh, uh. Mm. Like the, first, the first effect they found in Final Cut. <laughs> like, what <laughs> is this? I'm oh, like, that's so interesting. I loved it, but we, we could talk about that in the review. <laughs> um, uh, uh, but related, related to both of the things we just were talking about, my, my last rule for us is take a sip every time the director of photography was just allowed free reign to make a pretty image on screen. <laughs> that's the whole movie. The whole movie, right? You, you, this is why it's, that's a sip. That's very specifically a sip rule. Because, <laughs> man, the, this movie was gorgeous. Uh, but I, I think specifically about the scenes where, you know, maybe we're doing some voiceover, maybe not. Maybe we're just, like, listening to some music uh, on, on, a, on a radio or something. And the DP was just allowed to, like, frame up this gorgeous sunset with a model fluttering a silk behind or, or, you know, two fishermen in a boat or, you know, whatever it is. Um, That or like a a slow pan around every room, like the entire room. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thanks for giving me a tour. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. You gotta love a 360 virtual tour of somebody's <laughs> home or apartment. Yeah. 100%. But at the same time, I was like, these places are beautiful. Oh my God, right? <laughs> Even when he's single, his apartment is freaking gorgeous. Oh my God. That, their home was gorgeous. I oh, was the like, house with Alex? Whoa. <sighs> I was like, I need all of this. I just, I need all of it. And Apparently, then I also noticed, like, there and this is like just random, but the the phone had like the flip phone mm-hmm. that they had. I guess that was in the beginning. I was like, they it has like three buttons on there. <laughs> Where are the rest? That's all you need. Maybe that does everything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it was still it was a beautiful phone. Oh like, my god the the flip phone by itself. I, I mean, granted, it is the prop that gets handled the most. Mm-hmm. Um. But what a brilliantly designed prop. Yes. Uh, so, so sleek and clean, and, and it feels futuristic, but still, like, current. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. Hat, hat, hats off to the, the props department for that flip phone. Props, and as you said before, the DP, it really is a beautifully shot movie. Gorgeous. Gorgeous yeah. movie. So lush. Um, yeah. it, if you got into this for nothing else, the the, the uh, cinematography is just Amazing. chef's kiss. And also shout out to whoever did the color grading because oh. that, <laughs> that <Yeah>. helped <laughs> also. Something that that I've noticed a lot recently, especially in 
film or films and movies that are done for these streamers is the the lighting has been mm-hmm. you know and i'm i'm not alone in that i'm not special in that everybody's talking about lighting nowadays but they really lit this thing to the heavens it is you see every little piece of leslie odom jr and uh uh just his his face every crease like it's so yes. so crisp yes but I'm like, maybe that should have been another one of the drinking rules. <laughs> when like, we just get a close-up on... <laughs> yes, of Leslie's face. Take a drink every time they did a close-up of Leslie or Cynthia's face. <laughs> just a super, super close-up. That's that's like the hat rule where it's like, you know, where you put a hat on the TV and every time somebody looks like they're wearing it, you take a drink. <laughs> this this yeah. mess you up. Um like, don't do all of this, as stated at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are not doctors. We don't give medical advice. <laughs> um, so one last uh, one last little prompt I want to throw at you. Here at Time to Party, we like to give shots for respect. Uh, and there are so many actors in this film that yes. I think deserve a shot for respect. But I wanted to hand it over to you. Is there... Is there anyone in this movie that you think deserves a shot for respect? Just whenever you're feeling it, whenever the moment strikes you and you're like, yeah, that person acted their face off just there. Uh, who, who do you think we should give that that respect shot to? Hmm. Oh, that's good. A shot for respect. I'm going to say, ooh, that's really good. You know, I'm going to say Frida Pinto. Because, I don't know, I it was really good casting to me. So, mm-hmm. you know, when I first uh, started the movie, that's not somebody that I would have thought would have been in, like, this film. Like, I think, you know, if you guys don't know who Frida Pinto is, she's probably the, the main actress you remember from Slumdog Millionaire. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just, I want to give it to her. This is not a film that I would have thought that she would have chosen to be in, but it was very refreshing to see her in a different, like, even though, you know, just a slightly different role. It's very subtle, her performance was, but, you know, at times she definitely gave, um, like, good performance, like a good, strong performance, even though it was subtle, so... I think I was it was just like an element of surprise for me to see her in something different than what she normally does. But, you know, also if you follow her career, she doesn't really do the same thing. She's not really in the same genres of movies all the yeah. time. But I think I was just more so surprised to see her uh like rounded out with this cast. It was really good casting to me. Truly, the entire cast of this movie is is just firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I I I think Frida Frida makes good choice. Uh, she's she brings so much to this movie that yeah. like Alex could easily have been a character that didn't matter as much. You know, like yes. Like Alex is a is a waypoint and a, and sort of like a, almost an inconvenience or a problem that he has to overcome, uh, yeah. and could easily have gone that direction. But because Frida did such a strong performance, like she's so compelling and uh-huh. arresting, and and you really understand like 
spoilers if you haven't seen the the movie yet uh you really understand why spending his life with Alex starts to feel like something he could do yes you know like she's yeah she masterful performance i think you're i think that's a great choice yeah um, you know i was looking forward to well yeah, looking forward to, I feel like they could have gotten, like, a little more into the background of her story. Yeah. Because, you know, her performance was strong yet subtle. So that's why I was like, hmm, I'm going to go with Frida. And also, I really like her as an actress. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's so good. Um, Phenomenal. All right, well, great choice, great choice. Um, And that, I think, is it for episode one. Uh, if you are uh, joining us for the first time, time to party here. We do three episodes. Our first episode is this drinking and smoking episode where we talk about uh, things we saw in the movie that come up over and over, repeating tropes. Uh, episode two, we're going to do a full review of the movie. We'll break it down. We'll talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, what fascinated us. Uh, and then in episode three, we will do an edutainment section uh, where we will talk about something in the movie that caught our interest that we absolutely loved. That stuff is all in the future for you. Thank you so much for joining us for this first episode on Needle in a Time Stack. We had a great time. I hope you had a great time. And uh, there will be another episode coming out next Monday with our full review. But in the meantime, if you'd like to find us online, uh, you can follow the podcast on any of your uh, favorite podcatchers. Uh, you can also uh, interact with us uh, using the hashtag time to party. That's time, the number to party, as well as time, the number to party, all spelled out. Thanks to Warwick. Uh, <laughs> Mimi, where can folks find you online? I am on the social medias. Is that what people say? I don't I know. think so. Yeah, I think that's what the kids are calling it. The socials, um, everything... Uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I think that's all the things I'm on. Mimi, the actress. M-E-M-E-T-H-E-A-C-T-R-E-S-S. Fantastic. And remind us, uh, the film that uh, you have out on Amazon Prime, as well as a bunch of other streamers. <laughs> um, Mackenzie McCoy is streaming now on Amazon Prime, Tubi, Cineverse, Free Movies Plus. And, you know, if you guys are just, you know, interested we have another movie also called True or False that is streaming currently on Tubi. Fantastic. All right. And we'll get links to both of those in the show notes for you. Uh, and you can find those at indecisionist.com slash time to party. I'm Ansel Birch. You can find me online at indecisionist on Twitter and at the indecisionist on Instagram and threads. Special thanks to April Moralba for our podcast art and to Marlon Longit of Marlon and the Shakes for our amazing theme song. This has been an Indecisionist production. Show notes and transcripts are available at indecisionist.com slash time to party. Thank you all so much for joining us for this episode. Episode, and wherever you are in the time stream, remember, be excellent to each other. And party on, dude.